This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Just saying with your host, Jay Robert. That's me. Um, uh, looking back to yesterday's episode, um, yesterday being Tuesday, the day before was uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um, and as such, I decided to pretty much dedicate this whole week to the idea of uh, love. Love is, is, is important. It's, it's something that we all need. Uh, I don't care who you are. Man, woman, child, uh, old, young, black, white, brown, whatever you may consider yourself. Um, if you're on this planet, you need love. Listen to the Beatles. They said it better. Love is all you need. Some people would disagree. Like, well, what about money? What about it? All that don't matter. Love is all you need. And then build on that. So this week we're talking about, um, Love and different concepts of love, different aspects of love. Uh, yesterday we broke down um, different types of love from uh, Aristotle and and um, who was the other Plato? Duh. <laughs> um, we broke down the the, the Greek uh, ideas of uh, love, uh, such as eros, is the one where we think about. Um, Cupid's arrow and all that stuff. There's uh, philia, which is um, the love we have for uh, friends and the people around us. There's um, what else was another one that stuck out to me was uh, storge. And I think that was the uh, the love of everything. Yeah. Um, aside from that, we also checked out a book by the author Gary Chapman. Uh, He's the writer of the book, uh, Five Love Languages. Like I said, if you guys took the time to go onto his website and check that out, it's something really good. Uh, He's got a lot of information in that book. Like I said, I haven't finished it, but I started it. And just in starting it, I've learned a lot about um, myself and how I uh, can love as well as how I can be loved. Um, there's a quiz on the website, fivelovelanguages.com. Check it out. Take the quiz, see what your love language is, and then, you know, get back to me and let me know. Uh, having said that, today being Wednesday, as I said last week, we're, we're going to do this whole Wellness Wednesday thing where we really focus on 
the, the one day out of the week, if this is the only day that you ever do it, this is the day that we're going to focus on us uh, on the inside, me on the inside, you on the inside. It's it's like a growth day for all of us. Always growing, always learning here at Just Saying. So um, today we're going to talk about self-love, right? Coincidental, right? Um, Wellness Wednesday, today's episode, talking about self-love. Uh, if you, if you, if you obviously, like I, I do all the time, I, I like to get definitions and, and play off of what they put down and then put my own spin on it. Um, so as such, uh, self-love is defined as the regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And this is a desired rather than a narcissistic trait, you know, um, think about it. You, it's something that everybody wants. They want to be able to, um, really put their, their stamp of approval on everything and, 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 and loving themselves. They can be, they can do it confidently. So, you know, definitions of love, regard for one's own well-being and happiness, one's own well-being and happiness, not everybody else's. It's not what am I doing to make person B or C happy. It's not, you know, what am I doing to, to make sure that person B or C is, is in a good mood or whatever. It's, that's not uh, self-love. That's, that's love of others, which is fine. But in the realm of self-love, we're focusing on our own well-being and happiness. What do you do for yourself that makes you feel better about yourself? Plain and simple. Um, one thing that I like to think about is this, this genius idea popped in my head not too long ago. And I, I've really been meditating on it and trying to, you know, really draw everything from it so that I, I get the point across and what I'm trying to say. And what I came up with is the idea of this. We have to, you know, we spend a lot of time saying, you know, if you, if someone asks you, how would you describe yourself in the context of love? You are more often than not going to say, well, I'm a loving person. Uh, people love me. Um, I am loved. I'm a lover. And that's great. Um, but I think we need to take it a step further. Because when you're saying that you are loved or you're a loving person, you're, you're saying that you, you, you possess the ability to love. Right? But I think we have to look at it a totally different way. If we're looking at it from our own personal happiness and well-being, I think we have to start trying to become love itself. Okay? When you become love, you there is it, there's just no way to explain it. Like it it feels amazing. When everything you do, everything that you are is love. Um the world opens up for you because they see it. The, the naysayers, they see it too. And they will leave you alone. Like they don't want none of that, especially if you're solid and you're resolved and, and they can see the light. Um, You don't have to worry about the naysayers. If you're walking, if you are the love that you want to see in the world, then everyone else is going to see it too. So we, I, I think we really have to become love. Okay. Um, 
there's a quote that every everybody that I know has uh, dropped this this little tidbit some at some point in their life. Uh, the 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 uh, the quote is I think, therefore I am. Okay. Uh, it's it's it was it was first um, credited to uh, the philosopher Rene Descartes or Descartes, however you want to pronounce it, whatever. <laughs> but this Rene fellow, um, and we go back to the 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 the, the origins of the it's 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 in Latin because you know Rene Descartes was. Latin, Latin saying, cogito ergo sum. I think, therefore I am. So when I'm talking about becoming love, if we think that we are love, then we become love. That's all there is to it. We don't, we don't think about being loving or being loved. There's no prefix or suffix on what we're trying to do here. We are the love. Okay. I think I am love, therefore I am love. And like I said, I say this several times in many episodes. Um, I'm a firm believer in speaking things into existence. So if you're constantly telling yourself and the world, I am love, something's got to give and it's going to become true. It just depends on if you have the, the patience to stick with it. Um. Yeah, going about uh, more about self love. <laughs> uh, self love it, it encompasses a lot of different things. It, a lot of people talk about it. It's a very uh, widely spread topic. Is the idea of self love? Go on YouTube or whatever. Go on the internet and search up things that uh, Will Smith, of all people, you know, actor, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, movies, and all that stuff. But he's got some really good tips and, and tidbits um, and the way that he presents it. It's it's in a way that everyone can understand because he says it, it. it's true to the heart. He's speaking it from the heart. And that's why I do what I do. And I, that's why I do how I do. Um, I speak from the heart because it's ain't no point in lying about anything. You know, it's, I'm not going to cheat myself and in cheating myself. I cheat you. It's it's it goes both ways. So, like I said, um, listen, you know, Google, YouTube, whatever, uh, Will Smith, some of the, the the great things that he said. A lot of people don't understand or realize that he 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 has become, in a sense, a sort of motivational speaker. But um, one of the things that stuck out to me about you know in one of his speeches about self love, he goes on and says. Um, other people's opinion is a terrible way to determine how we feel about ourselves. Now, I threw terrible in there. I'm paraphrasing. He said I mean, something different, but as you guys know, I try to I try to um, corral the younger generation into uh, the things that I'm doing and saying. So I got to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> So Will Smith, he, he, he says, other people's opinion is a terrible way to determine how we feel about ourselves. And that's so true because it's, it's, our, it's self-love, it's self-esteem, it's self-confidence, self, 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 self. It says nothing about looking outside 
to find something inside of you. You know what I'm saying? That would be like going to find your favorite uh, cooking utensil at your neighbor's house. Why is it? Why would it be there? They're not going to help you find it. It's not it's none of their business. It's none of their concern. They're going to give you their opinion on it and you're going to go with it. And that's when you fail. Okay, you have to we have to we have to listen to the opinions we tell ourselves about ourselves. Uh, I think I mentioned this before in a previous episode, you know, talking about that inner conversation. You have to watch what you're saying about yourself to yourself. There's no other way to look at it. Um, Self-love also, it's a, it's an action. It's not a state of feeling. It's not just a state of feeling good. It's not, oh, I woke up and I, I, I'm in a great mood. I, I really love myself for being in this mood. No, that's not it. <laughs> you wipe that out of your memory now. Um, self-love is an action. It's the things that you do to show yourself that you love yourself, you know. It's a popular term. It gets thrown around a lot, um, much like its its partner term. I love you. You know, three simple words can make all the difference in the world to anybody, good or bad. It can have a impactful negative effect. It can have um, a positive effect. And over the years, it just it gets thrown around and thrown around. You know, kids use it all the time because they see adults using it. They don't understand when the adults use it, what they're trying to actually say. So that's why you end up with, you know, 12, 13, 14 year olds telling each other that they love them. And then those 14 year olds become uh, juniors in high school with, you know, a baby on the way because they fall. They fell into that trap. They fell into that 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 false love and because they didn't love themselves enough to see the red flags now they're in a terrible situation it's not terrible life is a beautiful thing it just depends on how you react to that situation you know that's what i'll say um it's important to to be living well also and what i mean by that is you know making the right choices um, day to day, week to week, whatever time frame you're looking at, making sure you're making the right choices for you. Um, making sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people for you. Like I said yesterday, um, is that person useful? Is that person pleasant? Is that person good? If they don't check off all three, they might be expendable. It's just the, 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 the truth of the matter. If they don't check off all three of those things, pleasant, useful, good, then don't get too used to having them around for too long unless, you know, they make the change themselves and become all three. But, you know, you can only do, we can only do so much in a way of, of helping other people help themselves. And then things, you know, the, the import, uh, living well, it also depends on the things that you put into your your life, whether it's into your body, into your house, into your any part of your life. The, the things that you put in there, is it does it have a negative uh, vibe to it? Is it is it is it productive to who you are trying to be? Um, it's it's 
all these things are, are keys to self-love um, and the action, the, 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 the making sure that you, you keep important things and, and the right people and the right uh, choices uh, in your life as you go day to day, even minute to minute, master every minute and the day should be nothing. You know, every, every 60 seconds you have an opportunity to uh, make the right choice, uh, find the right person, um, do the right things, have the right things in your area to prepare you for the next 60 seconds. And you just string them together one sixty second, one good 60 seconds after the next. Next thing you know, you're clocking out, you're going home, you've had the best day of your life. That's just one way to look at it. Works for me. May or not, may or may not work for you. I challenge you to try it. Okay? Just try it. Then you can at least say that you did. And if it works, it works. If not, then find something else. <laughs> and keep 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 it moving. That's my thing. Keep it moving. If 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 what I'm saying ain't working, whatever. Just keep it moving. You know? Um There's there's an article that I'd like to to uh, open up for you guys on the other side of the break here. Um, got a lot of good information here. We're going to dig it, dig deeper into some other concepts of uh, self-love and things that we can do to increase our, our love of self and uh, move forward throughout our life um, onto a more positive position. Uh so that being said, we'll see you on the other side of the break here. I'm just saying we're going to dive into this idea of self-love here on Wellness Wednesday. Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast, letting you know that he alive. Fake bricks, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, letting you know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle. Struggle. It's beauty in the struggle. Struggle. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less. Compared to somebody who's down the block, man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be right damned if a nigga don't be trying. So tell me, mama, please, why you be drinking all the time? Does all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind? Cause pain still lingers on mine. On the road to riches, listen, this is what you find. The good news is, you came a long way. The bad news is, you went the wrong way. Think being broke was better. A life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Think being broke was better. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Just Saying with your host, Jay Robert. Uh, here on Wellness Wednesday, we're talking about self love. Um, 
you know, the first segment, I broke down some, some good ideas. We had a quote from Will Smith. Other people's opinion is a terrible way to determine how we feel about ourselves. So true. Such a good thing to, to think about. Um, uh, self-love definitely defined as regard for one's own, own well-being and happiness. You know, we're not talking about narcissism or narcissism. We're talking about loving yourself in the best way possible. You know, um, I also mentioned, like, I feel like we, we have to become love. The whole, I think, therefore I am the, the phrase I am. How many times do you hear people say I am is one of the most powerful phrases we can ever say. It has the most power to do good and bad. So if you're walking through life saying I'm a failure, I am weak, I am scared, <laughs> that's what you're going to be. Because you've already put it in your head that that's what you are. You've manifested it into your own existence. You shot yourself in the foot. You know. But when we look at it on the positive side, I am caring. I am successful. I am love. And now we can manifest these things into our existence also. And that's what makes it so much easier to stomach the downtimes and the low blows and um, the, the, the people that knock you down. And, you know, that's how we can get over it. I am. Control your I am's. And make sure that all your I am's are something good because they will become your reality. Uh, so going back into the idea of, of self-love, uh, I found this, this article published in 2012, um, on psychologytoday.com. I love psychology. It's, uh, it's, it's what you give it a shot and let me know how you feel about it. It's, it's amazing. But, uh, psychologytoday.com article posted in, uh, 2012 by a, uh, Dr. Deborah Ko Koshaba. Um, she, uh, she goes to talk about, um, seven things that we can do to increase our, our self-love. Um, she went on to, in her article, she defines self-love as a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support, um, Physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Let me say that again. A state of appreciation for oneself that grows from action. Actions, multiple, that support personal, physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. That was uh, this Dr. Deborah's um, definition of self-love. And I think it's cool that she, she even goes to point out that these are actions. As I said earlier in the show, uh, self-love is, is action. It's not a state of feeling. It's what you do for yourself. Um, so she even, she expands on that, you know, uh, appreciation that grows from actions that support physical, psychological, and spiritual growth, growing, growing, growing. Okay. From actions. Growth from action. Right. Think about this. 
If you plant a plant in the ground, it's going to grow. You can walk away from it and you know it's going to grow because that plant is undergoing actions to support its physical growth. If you pay attention in science, it, it's, a, it's a concept called phototropism. A plant will literally grow towards the light. You know, and we can we can look at ourselves as those plants. Are we in the right light? Are we in the right ground? Are we do we have the right foundation? Are, are our roots planted in good soil? And are we using the, the, the right form of, of phototropism for us? Are we reaching for our sun? Sun being our goals, our dreams, accomplishments, the things that we want for ourselves. Are we doing it the right way? Are we reaching for that sun? And if we are, then there's nothing that can stop us. Look at trees. Trees start out as a seed. Did you think about that for a second? Just for a second. Trees start out as seeds, acorns, whatever you, but you know what they look like. They're little things you can hold in your hand. And then you end up with places like national parks and the redwood forest. These trees are towering over everything from a little seed. It takes time, but the whole time that tree was focused on reaching the sun. And that's what we have to do. We have to do these. We have to undergo these actions that, that help us reach towards our sun and become bigger, stronger, better than what we are today. Uh, going into this article um, by Dr. Deborah Koshaba on psychologytoday.com, um, she talks about the idea of self-love and things that we can do to uh, increase our own self-love. Um, you know, it's it's nurturing the inside. Okay, we, we we get the nurturing from the outside, and sometimes the things that are outside do reach deep down to the core and, and nurture us on the inside. But you being the the farmer of your field, your field of love, it is your duty to yourself to go in there and. And nurture what you already have. Okay. You nurture it. You can cultivate it. You mold it the way that you want it to be. Not how you think someone else wants it. Um, and in this, in, this, in this idea of, you know, achieving self-love, it could lead to accepting your strengths as well as your weaknesses. And when you accept your strengths and your weaknesses, you no longer make excuses for your shortcomings. You accept what you can and cannot do. And the things that you cannot do, you're going to get up and do something about it. Okay? You can't beat yourself up because then you, what are you going to do? I said before, you beat yourself up, who's going to help you? You're the you're the one that's that's there for you. You have to be the one that's there for you. You can't kick yourself while the rest of the world is beating you up. You're going to jump in and join their fight. Give me a break. Really? <laughs> um, quote from one of my favorite speakers. You guys already know this. Love Les Brown. He's got a lot of good stuff. He's got a good story behind everything that he's done. Um, 
Les Brown has a, a quote that he says in one of his speeches. He says, we have to develop compassion for ourselves despite our human defects. We're all human. We use, how many times have you used that excuse in your life? I'm only human. Yeah, we all are. I get it. You're only human. I'm only human. You can only do so much. You can only stop yourself from doing so many things. You can only control your mind so much, especially when you become a creature of habit and you continuously do these habitual things that are not good for you, that are not building your own uh, self-love. You can't do it. You have to develop compassion for yourself despite your human defects. Okay. Love yourself despite your screw-ups. Acknowledge your screw-ups, but then keep moving towards a light of love for yourself because of those screw-ups. I know that I messed up, but I can fix it because I love me and I'm going to fix it. Right? Point blank, period. So we're going to jump into this article. Like I said, uh, published on psychologytoday.com, 2012, Dr. Deborah. Uh, Koshaba is a a uh, psychology doctor, um, and she's got this list of you know seven different things that we can do to increase our self love uh, throughout the day, throughout life, whatever whatever time frame you have to do this in. So diving into it, the first one is to become mindful, and mindful is you know being in control of. of what you think, feel, and want. You know, are you in control of your thoughts? Are you letting other people influence your thoughts? Um, are you controlling what you feel? Are you acknowledging what you're feeling at any given time? That's the biggest thing is acknowledging why you're feeling a certain way. A uh, thing that I usually do sometimes if someone says something or does something that rubs me the wrong way, in the past, <laughs> I'd go from zero to 60 real quick and I'm down that person's throat, you know, this, that, and the other. But over time, when you start focusing on yourself, it makes it easier for you to, to accept compliments as well as criticism. Um, as an educator, you go through all these workshops and, you know, working with special ed and uh, public school systems and, uh, there was one workshop where they were the person was really talking about not letting uh, someone else, student, staff, whoever it may be, not letting someone else hijack your amygdala. Your amygdala is a part of your brain that's responsible for uh, your emotional responses to things. So the example that I can give you from an educational standpoint is uh, you've got little Jimmy in the classroom just showing out. You know, doing whatever he wants, not following expectations, and event, and he's got a he's got an audience. And in that instance, you have one of two options: you can let little Jimmy's attitude and actions hijack your amygdala; you can fly off the handle, and you know, scream at the top of your lungs, or you can maintain your emotional um, standpoint. And just do your job. So many times I see people try to go above and beyond what they know they're supposed to do. And they end up frustrated because of it. 
And I always tell them, you know, I, I just spent a little time as an assistant dean and they would come to me like, what do I do? What do I do? And I tell them, just do your job. OK, there are things there are there are guidelines in place for when something happens with little Jimmy and you need to follow those guidelines. It's the same thing that you can do for yourself, you know, not letting people control how you feel, not letting people control your emotions about something. Becoming mindful. OK, um, the next is uh, act on need rather than want. These are your personal priorities. Do I want a bigger TV? Absolutely. Who doesn't? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do I need a bigger TV? Not really. Mine's a decent size. You know, I'm working most of the time anyway, so it's not like I have to have the best TV on the market. You know, acting on needs rather than wants. Um, you know, you may want to go get, you know, two large pizzas and a two liter of soda and do nothing all day, but you need to get up and do something productive. It's what it is. That's, 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 that's your self-love on that, in that aspect, acting on what you need rather than you want discipline. Okay. Discipline. Number three is practicing good self-care. We're talking about inside and out. Okay. Nutrition. Are you eating right? Are you eating what you're supposed to? Are you eating what you know is going to be beneficial for you? Or are you putting garbage in your body? Do I eat junk food? Absolutely. But because, you know, I like to have a good time too. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and eat salads 24 seven and drink nothing but water. You know, I like fruit juices. I like, I like a steak here and there. I like a good steak. It's got to be a good steak. We're not talking about like the petite sirloin at Fridays. It's such a ripoff. <laughs> so, you know, nutrition, knowing when to indulge and knowing when to uh, moderate. Exercise. Are you doing something physical every day? We hold the children to these standards of you have to have it 30, 30 minutes to an hour of physical activity a day. You know, they get up and go to school and they have physical activity every day. Not all of them participate. I've seen this firsthand, but the ones that do, they're like some of the most well-rounded kids that I've ever met because they, they their physical uh, conditioning has developed a discipline in them and that discipline uh, flows into other aspects of that child's life. So we're practicing good self-care. We talk nutrition, exercise. Are you getting enough sleep? You know, are you someone that sticks to a routine in bed by nine, out of bed by 5.30? Are you getting your eight hours? They say we don't even really need eight hours, but are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough good sleep? Or are you one of the people that party all night and you're in bed by 1.30 and you're waking up at 4 and your day sucks because you suck at time management. You suck at self-love. You can't control, you know, yourself enough to say, hey, you got a job to do. Go to bed. Right? I have that conversation with myself so many times. So many times. 
<laughs> I get mad at myself because sometimes I tell myself, like, well, no, wait a minute. I want to stay up and play some more video games. And I have to argue with myself like, no, well, we're not going to do that today. We're going to be responsible. <laughs> you have a message to send out. You can't be the person sending the message, but still be in the slacker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just opening up this article, um, psychologytoday.com. Uh, great website. They got a lot of useful things as far as um, thought goes and, and how we think about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. Uh, other side of the break, we're going to dig more into this list. And then um, we'll have a quick uh, uh, conclusion and wrap everything up. And we'll, I'll send you out on your on your journey to, you know, love yourself. So we're gonna take a quick break here. I'll see you guys on the other side here. I'm just saying. Before she goes, I notice she knows no limits. She craves attention. She praises an image. She prays to be sculpted by the sculptor. Oh, she don't see the light that's shining deeper than the eyes can find it. Maybe we are made of blind souls. She tries to cover up her pain. Just saying with your host, Jay Robert, um, today, the second installment of Wellness Wednesday, we're talking about uh, self-love and loving yourself and things that you can do to increase your love of yourself. We're not talking about narcissism. We're not talking about looking in the mirror. Oh, I'm so beautiful. No, I'm talking about loving yourself to the point where if it's just you, if you are all you have in the world. That is all you need. Okay. It's not necessarily the best thing. We're not, we're not created to live solitary lives. We're created to, 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 to live and exist and be amongst the other creations. That's why I love being out in the open. And, you know, I'm the type of person I enjoy a walk in the forest or a stroll in downtown Chicago. You know, I can, I can enjoy my solitude and I can enjoy being around other creations. I don't see them as people. I see them as creations. We all started from one point, the same point. And before we came into this world, we all went through the same developmental process in the womb. Okay. We're all the same. Just saying. <laughs> so going back into this, this article from psychologytoday.com, a doctor, uh, Doctor of Psychology, Deborah Koshaba, published an article in 2012 um, talking about 
seven things that we can do to uh, better love ourselves. Uh, I went over the first four um, before the break, uh, talking about becoming mindful, acting on needs rather than wants, um, practicing good self-care. And, and uh, we're going to go into another one here, and that's setting boundaries. This isn't this isn't like setting boundaries to keep other people out because we're focusing on us. So we're setting boundaries for ourselves. And this goes right along with uh, good self-care and discipline. You know, are you are you going to stay um, at it for another hour in the gym or another hour in the office, you know, to make sure that you get done what you need to get done? Or are you going to slack off because you see your friends walking out the door? <laughs> you know, what's it going to be? I stopped drinking because it became, it, it, I noticed how much time I was wasting. I noticed how much money I was wasting. <laughs> you know, it's not a good thing when you, you, you get home, you know, after a Friday night of drinking and you wake up the next morning and you find a receipt in your pocket for over a hundred dollars. Wasteful, useless. And you feel like crap in the morning. Don't even bother. Set boundaries. Cut yourself off. Maybe go for a drink or two. But that's it. And then go back to work. Go home. Read a book. Uh, watch something educational. Do something other than the routine. Okay? That's part of loving yourself. It's setting boundaries. You know, don't over overextend yourself. Don't overstretch yourself if you don't have to. Self-discipline, self-love is, is setting boundaries and not for you, but not for others. If you set boundaries for yourself, it doesn't matter what someone else is doing. If you know what your limits are. Once that person starts to push them, just walk away. Say, I have reached my limit. I am not going to do this with you and walk away because it has nothing to do with your self-improvement. OK. These are these are the little people in the world that just they, they just want to see. They just want to see chaos. I've met several of these people. Um, they're so used to chaos. They don't want to change. They, well, they want to change, but they. Realistically, they don't. They're used to the chaos. It becomes who they are. They've spoken it into existence in their lives. They've given it so much time and energy. It's damn near a living being in their life. You got to set boundaries. Okay. Mentally, physically, emotionally set boundaries and keep those, protect those boundaries. You go back through all the great dynasties or whatever, and their, their territory always had some sort of boundary. And on that boundary, there were always scouts, warriors, fighters to protect what's inside. Okay. So if you're setting boundaries for yourself, you have your territory of the heart. You have the boundaries of your physical body. So what you need to do is get your mind ready to protect itself from everything on the outside. I'm not saying that you have to shut yourself off, but you have to be able to control what's coming through your gates. Is it a spy or is it a friend? Do you trust them or not? 
Think about those three things. Are they pleasant? Are they good? Are they useful? If they are, come on in. Welcome to the territory. Have a look around. If they're not, you need to leave. (laughs) It's just the, the easiest way to say it. You need to leave. And don't ask twice. Okay. Be firm in what you feel you need to say or do when that negative Nancy comes along. You know, look inside your heart, feel it out. And if it's not good, if it's not pleasant, if it's not right, they need to go. That's just how it is. That leads us to the next um, tip. Number five is protecting yourself, keeping yourself around the right people. There's a phrase that um, has become pop. I'm surprised at how popular it's become. It just kind of crept up overnight almost, you know, through the years. It's frenemies. We actually have a, a phrase um, for a person who is a friend and an enemy. Just that that's mind boggling to me. Like, why do we even have that? <laughs> so we're, we're, we're basically saying as a culture, we've gotten to a point where we have friends that we don't trust, that we don't really like. So why are they even around? <laughs> I can't say I have any frenemies. If I do, they haven't said anything to me. You know, they haven't come in, come out of the shadows. Who knows? Maybe uh, as I as I progress as a podcast host or whatever, somebody might pop up. But at the time being, I, the whole concept is ridiculous to me. You know, the fact that you would have somebody in your life that you consider a friend, but you don't feel 100 percent good about that person. Hello, do you not see the big red flag? And you wonder why your day sucks. You wonder why you can't get away from the drama. Because this person that you think is your friend, but you know is not, is still in your life. Get them out. They got to go. <laughs> um, crazy, crazy, crazy thing. There's even a definition for frenemy. And... It's ridiculous. A frenemy is a person with whom one is friendly despite a fundamental dislike or rivalry. I, <laughs> I got to read that one again because it, a, a frenemy is a person with whom one is friendly despite fundamental dislike or rivalry. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like two-faced. Not the person that's your frenemy, but you as well. You're they're not the only one being two faced. You're also contributing to this concept of two faced. And maybe now you're their frenemy. Now you're both hating each other, but you spend so much time with each other. Do you not see how that doesn't mix? It doesn't match. It's like oil and water. It may look good when you shake things up, but when you really set it, let us let it settle. And watch everything separate. If it don't mix, you got to get rid of it. You can't treat your friendships and the people around you like salad toppings. If they don't mix with what you've got going on, 
they got to go. <laughs> That's the only way I can really say it. Get rid of them. You don't need them. They're wasting your time. Don't let them waste your time. Don't waste their time. If they want to fail, let them fail on their own. Cut them off and let them go. Um, you know, the next the next thing is we go from protecting yourselves, protecting yourself to forgiving yourself. A lot of people don't think about that. Okay, they don't think about apologizing to themselves or forgiving themselves or, you know, we don't think about these things because it's not something that people really want to think about. They don't think that they've ever done anything wrong. They we always want to feel like we're the we're the victim. We're the one in the right. We have the justifiable cause. But when you when you're focused on self love, and like I said, Part of the thing about self-love is accepting your strengths and your weaknesses, you know, and not making excuses for your shortcomings. So when you forgive yourself, you're not making excuses. You're saying, hey, you messed up. You know, you messed up. But. It's all good. Okay, I love you and we're going to pull through it. Okay. Nobody's perfect, but we have to be able to forgive ourselves for whatever we feel we have done wrongly to others as well as ourselves. Did we waste time um, pursuing our dream? Apologize to it. Forgive yourself for it. Um, And then after that, the last thing is to live intentionally. Intention is defined as any. A thing intended, an aim or a plan, something that is intended, an aim or a plan. Synonyms for intend or intention are purpose, objective and goal. So if you're living intentionally, everything that you do from the moment you get out of bed to the second you put your head down on the pillow. If you're living intentionally, everything you do has a purpose, an objective or a goal. And when you're living like that, you're not running around chasing stuff that's not there, not the proverbial uh, chicken with his head cut off. You're in charge of what you're doing. You are responsible for what you're doing. You know what you're doing because you have a purpose, an objective or a goal. That's just living intentionally. You know, that's something that a lot of people don't really uh, look at. Or even think about they they just wake up and they go through life because it's the same rote routine. They do this, that and the other. They, you know, uh, make their breakfast. They have their cup of coffee. They're out the door. They sign in. They sit at their desk. They, they're doing it because it's natural. It's a habit. We are creatures of habits. And like I said in the earlier uh, episode, we we have to develop good habits. We already know we are creatures of habit. We have to develop good habits to follow. You know, that, and part of that could be living intentionally, making sure that everything you do has a purpose. Okay. Everything you do has a purpose. So, especially in the the concept of self-love, if we're thinking about uh, everything we do in the the realm of self-love for ourselves, it's got to have a purpose. I'm doing this because I love myself. I'm doing that because 
I, I want to have. I need this in my life. Okay. A lot of heavy stuff here. I mean, uh, always improving, uh, always working on improving um, my skills as far as well as the podcast that I offer, my gift that I offer to you guys out there listening. Um, if you haven't already, uh, check me out on Google Play Music and Apple Music. Uh, find my podcast, Just Saying. Um, subscribe and share and, and dig into whatever message you feel like you need to hear at the time. It's all good stuff, I promise. Um, like I always say, listen to it, don't listen to it, whatever. I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, uh, having said all that greatness, I'm going to send you guys out into the world to spread your love and, and find your light. Uh, you know, live, love, laugh, peace, love, and positivity. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of Just Saying. I'm your host, Jay Robert, and I'm out. (laughs) Still don't know what I was waiting for. And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-change Turn and face the strain Ch-ch-change You wanna be a richer man Quite a way.